Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. The Voice Within. And that's going up against... Nobody Wants to be Lonely. Hmm, what an interesting selection that track wheel has picked this week. Um, Two massive, massive songs here. Both have been really big hits for her as well. Um, So without further ado, let's first start talking about the first of those, which is The Voice Within. So The Voice Within um, is track number 18 as it appears on the track list of Stripped, uh, which was released in 2002. As we know, Stripped is a magnum opus 20 track album uh, and this is part of its concluding moments. And the song was released as the album's fifth and final single in October 2003. Um, As we know, uh, we've spoken about this previously on this podcast, the final single of Stripped, there was a lot of discussion as to what it was going to be. Um, There was, of course, The Voice Within, which was sort of being pushed by the label but fans wanted either impossible um, or walk away but the label and I suppose Christina eventually decided to go for The Voice Within. I can see why um, The Voice Within was chosen. I mean it's a ballad with a lot of universal appeal um, in terms of its lyrical content. It sort of you know I suppose it would end the era, a very successful era um, on a high note as opposed to sort of what Walk Away and Impossible are about. You know Walk Away is quite dark, it's quite brooding uh, and Impossible is about um, heartbreak uh, whereas this is a little bit more uplifting and I suppose Stripped as an album is supposed to be very uplifting anyway so normally singles that are released from the album actually represent what the album's about so you know we, ha- we had Can't Hold Us Down where we've got um, feminism and fighter which is about being strong and, um, and, and beautiful celebrating you are for who you are um and then you know so i think the voice within very much follows in that vein um so it's a very wise choice for a single for a final single as well i mean you know when we look at the three tracks together walk away impossible the voice within i know which one i prefer um what about you guys <laughs> let me know what you think about what you think the final single of strip should have been out of the three and which one you'd prefer as well you know you can hit me up on on twitter instagram and the lot um but um yeah of course the voice within was the one that was chosen for the final single and it went to number nine in the uk and number 33 on the us billboard hot 100 which is pretty amazing for a fifth single from a very successful album and you know what an era as well um to be charting like that as well a good year after the release of the album we know the album was released in October 2002 uh, in most territories and this was a, a good year after after the whole year she'd had um uh, you know, absolutely catapulted into the spotlight, becoming a household name and just showing the world what a great artist she was and the transformation that she had from her first album to this album. And um, and for it to be start charting in, you know, top 10 in the UK, top 40 in, in the US for a fifth single is amazing because the album had sold so well and people had the copy on the album um, of the song as well. So 
yeah hats off to you there um so the song itself was written by christina and glenn ballard and it was produced by 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 glenn ballard as well um and it was very much a piano driven ballad um starts off with the piano and then it has elements of percussion in there and then you've got a choir in there as well towards the end um and the voice within is you know it's, it's a song that very much is supposed to inspire it's it's very inspirational and it says that you know you should trust your own heart trust your own mind trust your own voice and find your inner strength via that trust um christina actually said that she wrote this song when she was about you know age 20 21 which is mind-blowing because when i was 20 21 i was uh <laughs> at university but um this this is absolutely amazing and it, it you know she said there was a time in her life when she was being sort of pushed and pulled in so many directions um as we know from the end of the debut era um she was so very overworked and her schedule was just absolutely draining her and she was unable to um you know do what she wanted to do she felt like she was creatively stifled she was being pushed and pulled in all these different directions promoting this promoting that being the face of this being the face of that and she just wanted to strip it all back and make art and make uh, music um, and forget about all of that so I think this is sort of as a result to that um, we've spoken about um, on this podcast before about how ahead of her time Christina has been not only when it comes to her music and her sound but also her lyrical content you know there's such a massive focus now on things like self-love and trusting your inner voice and looking after your own mental health it's such a big thing um, you know 2021 2022 and, and and going forward and um, I always think that it's important in this busy world that we live in to take at least a couple of hours out in the week to focus on yourself you know write down your goals just do what you want without any outside influence you know be it that you just lay there for a bit close your eyes or you know or take a hobby or whatever it is that you need to do it's all about that self-love and learning to trust your gut instinct and and stuff like that can really help. And this song shows that it really can help as well. And it puts it into musical form. But um, it's it's so inspiring and, and so helpful with the way that it actually just gives you that power. And it just awakens something inside you to be able to trust your own voice. Because your own voice is, is all you have. And when you're in a position where that's stifled or it's not in you know in the forefront or you're not in control of it either. that That's where it can all go wrong. And... Um, it's important to be and to, to very much hold on to it um, and, and I really really do like that and you know I know we're going very deep again here but it is a very very deep subject and a very deep subject for me as well you know there's very much times in my life where I've had to just sit there and say well what's my inner voice saying and really really trust it and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and sometimes you do regret things but you know at the end of the day you trusted yourself and you come in this world by yourself and then you leave this world by yourself and um you know that's all you have at the end of the day um and it's 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 just a strong voice that you know eventually you can hone and eventually you can you know listen to a lot more it gets better it gets better um so let's look at favorite parts and favorite lyrics as we've been doing with every song on this podcast so favorite part for me has to be the middle eight here um the life is a journey bit onwards um there's this sort of quiet element that comes into it and it's just so epic the way it just builds up christina's vocals are at the front of the mix like she's the leader of this choir uh, and then you get the second of silence and then the last chorus where it's full signature christina with her ad libs i mean it's just gold and no one else can do that it's absolutely brilliant i do have to also point out um that um 
on the album version as well the outro that we get this is very sort of delicate orchestral section um and christina's vocals sound so angelic and it's all layered and reverbed and then we have different people saying the word listen in the background um and then it segues into i'm okay but i actually remember reading that instead of calling the album stripped um it was either had a working title it was going to be called listen um and and that's the reason why we have those people saying listen i'm not really sure where i read that but i do remember it and it does make sense with this outro because it's a bit weird that um it just says listen i mean i suppose it could be listen to your inner voice but um it's just it's such a weird um i'm a sucker for like weird outros um and you know songs that end slightly differently you know you don't just have the the last repetition of the chorus and that's it it finishes It, it sort of fades out um you know very much like dirty as well you have this sort of like fade out as well and and that weird noise and everything like that this is so cool as well and and it's really really artistic to me as well um but yeah i i don't know what you make of the outro but uh, i think it's really really cool really really special um my favorite lyric is when you look outside look inside to your soul um i'm always so fascinated by the concept of the human soul something you know if it exists um you know how we interact with the soul with our physical being it's something that's very very fascinating to me i mean we're definitely getting deeper and deeper as this podcast continues this week but i always think that the lyric refers to how we you know feed our soul um if we look externally at what's around us that will register with our soul and our subconscious and it's important to ensure mental clarity where you can and where you can get it and where you can achieve it and try and seek for help when you need it and recognize that you need help and be in tune with your with yourself and it takes a lot of lot of exercises and a lot of um, trials and tribulations that you have to put yourself through before you can reach that stage but um, you know like Christina said sometimes you have to go through this dark stuff to get out the other side stronger Um, and um, you know our soul is a precious thing and we have to nurture it and we have to look after it and feed it well Um, so you know surround yourself by good things when you look outside it looks inside to your soul Um, it's it something that's just very you know resonates very well with me um so of course the song was um released as a single it had a music video um for it as well which was directed by david lachapelle who also did the videos for dirty and can't hold us down so three out of the five singles that were released from stripped were directed the music videos were directed by this absolute prolific photographer david lachapelle um the video was also produced by media magic entertainment and um David LaChapelle actually um, spoke to MTV about the video's concept um, and he said, you know, there's all sort of connotations to the word stripped um, and he wanted to sort of show that he can strip things down bare um, completely. So the video was all done in one take. It's just her and this incredible voice and it's just focusing on her really and not having anything else in the background to overshadow it um and you know he's he knows he knows what her vision was like you know he said that she's trying to grow as an artist and you know along the way she's taking all these risks and there's a lot of time that you know people let these things overshadow her ability and her talent but she just want but david lachapelle just wanted to bring it all back and just sort of focus on that talent as a nice bookend to the album um you know of course he 
to start the album there was dirty which we know a very controversial video really put her on the map and um it was one of those iconic videos that will always be remembered um but this video it's sort of very much like it's black and white it's a close-up shot of her which zooms out uh, she's wearing this slip and um it's like an abandoned theater um and then it's just like one continuous black and white shot she walks through a few rooms and then um, exits the building sings a song on the street and then she ends up laying on a light box um which is really cute um and um it, it was like a deserted theater in downtown la that it was filmed in um and uh, the, ha- the actual video was inspired by neorealist works as well um but it's it's really really cool and um it actually really works with the song as well um and it's nice to see that you know you don't all just need the frills and you don't need the airs and graces you can just have a camera christina singing and it's still makes for a very memorable very iconic video you know even much so it was actually nominated for three mtv music awards in 2004 um best female video uh, viewers choice and best cinematography you know of course david la chapelle absolutely brilliant cinematography i've spoken about him on this podcast before and said how much of an amazing photographer and music video director he is um the song itself she's performed this as a staple on the strip tour but she also has performed it a lot more recently um you know the x tour in europe and mexico and also the two nights stint she did with the la philharmonic orchestra at the hollywood bowl in 2021 and it's nice to see that she is incorporating it more into her into her live shows because i feel like it's in terms of ballads it's the one in her catalogue that's definitely very underrated it's not one that is you know when you think of christina's ballad you think of her beautiful um you know all those ones that she's had phenomenal success with and, and this she also has as well but it's not always the one that gets the most attention and you know it's one of those ballads and you know along with the music video as well it's so simple but it's so brilliantly done and so effective it just gives that very much timeless quality and that's what you want from an artist um you know as an artist as well you want music that's timeless but as a fan you want a song that is sounds timeless as well it's not just a flash in the pan thing it's absolutely beautiful so that's the voice within let's move on to talking about the song that it's up against which is nobody wants to be lonely so this is a duet um with the one and only ricky martin um and so this was the second single to be released off ricky martin's second english studio album called sound loaded which was released in 2001 um and then this duet version was also included on the international version of um christina's greatest hits keeps getting better a decade of hits um in amongst the track listing as well um so like i said it was a duet which was sort of released after the day debut era for Christina had been done and dusted and it was uh, about a year before Stripped was released. Um, The song did absolutely amazingly um you know there were two very big household names at the time ricky martin and christina aguilera um uh, the song went to number four in the uk and number 13 on the us billboard hot 100 um the song itself was written by desmond child victoria shaw and gary bird desmond child actually wrote ricky martin's sort of big breakout hit live in la vida loca um and the song was produced by walter affenseif um so he was very much known for his long-time work with mariah carey on her first six studio albums being a producer composer that sort of thing as well um so he's here producing this song for um ricky and christina um so when i say duet version actually originally this song was a solo version by ricky martin on his album sound loaded uh, i think it was track four track five or something like that um but the song was sounded completely different same melody and everything like that but it was more of a latin ballad sort of a slow 
um slower version of the song with you know spanish guitars that sort of thing um and you know i guess in terms of music world a collaboration was organized between christina and ricky and then the song was re-recorded for the single version um i've got a theory about that i think probably during or close to the time christina was very much working and releasing the spanish album that she had which was me reflejo this was her first spanish album um and um you know of course uh perhaps it was like a promo tactic um you know because ricky martin at the time had this very much big latin crossover when pop and latin music was just booming at this time um you know we had ricky martin we had santana um just artists that were doing really really well um and um you know we've spoken about in this podcast before there's a very big love for me reflejo in spanish-speaking countries and also non-spanish-speaking countries as well christina's very spoken highly of her spanish fans and said over the years that there you know there is a follow-up of the spanish album coming it is coming now um and um it's you know it's it's there and we're, we're still waiting um you know that actually is a follow-up now she has been working on it she's confirmed to be working on on this album as we speak uh, at the time of recording of this podcast um but you know i actually really really love mira flejo as an album you know i can't understand a single word of it because i don't speak spanish um but it's such a good album in terms of the original content and um, you know the original songs that were written for rip pero me credo de ti is my favorite highlight i have to say um you know and i cannot wait to see what she has in store for the next spanish album um but yes back to nobody wants to be lonely um you know after the duet with christina was recorded it actually replaced um ricky martin's solo version on um album copies that were sort of distributed after it was recorded um but um for people that had already bought the album um, they were allowed to download the new version or send away for a free copy of the album to return back and um then some areas as well the cd single was packed separately with the album as well into this package which is really cool and um, the way that the music industry works um you know as we know the original was more of a latin ballad but the duet version has really sort of amped it up in terms of the tempo and drama and passion you know very very um turned it up to 100 um in terms of lyrical content um the song is ultimately a love song um you know how much both of their heartaches with passion because there is this that much love oh to be in love um so uh yeah that's basically it so let's look at favorite parts and favorite lyrics um my favorite part of course and i have to be biased here um it has to be christina's verse um you know her vocal sounds so elevated here you can really hear the passion you know i never used to be able to work out what she was saying in the second half of her verse for ages though you know i always remember around 2001 ish um we had some very questionable diction um so uh i, I like that that's been improved um but uh you know it, it's just all about the soul it's all about the passion and absolutely brilliant um, my favorite lyric um and i have to include this in here for the funny imagery it creates um it, it's and suddenly you're flying down the stairs into my arms <laughs> i mean it would be funny if someone flew but it also just shows how extra and dramatic latin pop is and and we love the melodrama and i suppose as well if this was sort of directly translated from the spanish version that ricky martin would have recorded as a solo artist um then um i guess that that's probably the literal translation and that's probably why it sounds so weird to me but hey party um so yeah great um uh, you know as as we know it was because it was as a music video was recorded um for the single um 
there was two music videos, both directed by Wayne Isham, uh, one for the English version and one for the Spanish uh, language solo version, which Christina actually makes a cameo appearance in that video. It's set in this very giant grand looking house with stairs and big halls and chandeliers and stuff like that. Um, and it uses that as a backdrop and Christina and Ricky are singing the song and, you know, there's white doves flying around and it's all very extra and I live it. Um, so just absolutely brilliant video um, and Christina looks very different here from her debut um, you know you can see the sort of transition that she's making from here to her next album and uh, looks very very cool um, as it was a single they performed this live together many many times um, you know they've done it at the World Music Awards on the promo trail for the single Top of the Pops that sort of thing a very cool performance I do want to talk about was um, Ricky's Vegas residency at Park MGM in 2017 2017 I think it was and, you know he's on this very cool stage with like a conveyor belt but you know Christina wasn't there per se but she recorded a special backdrop for the performance where she's singing along to her parts but her look here is amazing she's adorned in so much jewellery and she just looks like this Arabian princess I mean have a look on YouTube it's dead good um, but um, you know I just love that she sort of did that for him and their relationship that they've had and um, you know the, the Latin pop community have got to stick together um, the song was listed as the 65th greatest love song of all time by VH1 what an achievement um, you know of course two huge stars at the time and you can see why it was such a big hit and, and the legacy that it has you know Ricky Martin was absolutely huge, huge, huge um, around the time when Christina exploded as well in terms into the into the mainstream, and um, you know this was just a two juggernaut artists coming together to make one massive huge track which sounds absolutely epic. So we've heard about the voice within, and we've heard about nobody wants to be lonely, but there can only be one winner. So let's get that drum roll, please. And the winner is. The Voice Within. Congratulations to The Voice Within. Um, I mean, they're both amazing tracks and both tracks that I will listen to a lot. But um, The Voice Within, it's just such an underrated ballad of hers. And, you know, I love it. It gives me so much warmth and guidance and... I, I suppose it resonates m much more with me on a personal level and her vocals are just stunning on it you know the full track um is just absolutely amazing the way it just builds up and you know gives you all these emotions and I'm so here for it you know nobody wants to be lonely I love the extraness and the melodrama of it um but the voice within is just absolutely superb and um, it, it is brilliant so join us for the next episode where we'll be looking at a show song with bass versus a song sequel I'm being vague I know but you need to come back and listen to it so thank you so 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 much for listening that's it for today's show I uh, really appreciate you checking out the podcast um, and letting me know what you think as well um, if you like the show please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your streaming service leave reviews leave comments um hit me up on instagram or twitter at extina track battle let me know your thoughts let me know what you want to hear um i look forward to receiving all your lovely beautiful messages join us again next week peace out <laughs>